Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Matt Baker, and the ever-diligent Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a uh, very alert guard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's going on, I'm dude? I'm like the Maytag repairman. <laughs> there you go. What's going on? How you been, man? Been good. So we're in Berkeley, California tonight, and we just walked to the liquor store, <laughs> and we saw a very bizarre fight. Yeah, we were walking to the liquor store. It's pretty late right now. And we heard well, a car came screeching towards us. And this woman jumps out. And she's yelling at another woman. Who's we, in the, we, we can't see the person, though, yet. She's in the back seat of their car that she, this woman just jumped out. And she goes, don't you ever hit me. If you hit me, I will F you up. I will end you. Yeah. I will end you. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> yeah. So, of course, us being the good, upstanding citizens we are, we just continue walking to of the course. liquor store. Yeah, I mean, we're in Berkeley, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we go to the liquor store, we buy our booze, and we're walking back, and the woman is still there. But she's throwing trash out of her car. Over her the, shoulder. Onto the street. And so we're like, okay, let's just not get hit by the trash as we walk by. Let's not make direct eye contact. And I'm curious who she's yelling at in the back seat. And at first I thought it was a child I, from behind. Yeah. But then, closer examination, it was not a child. It was the it was opposite the, of the child. It was child. the oldest lady I've ever seen. <laughs> it she, was like a 90-year-old woman who was like sort of slumped over. She looked like a, like a, like a mummy. She was either dead or on meth, is what, my conclusion. And, but then the guy driving looked equally as old, but wearing a fedora. Yeah. So they jump back in while we're passing them, and then they speed away. So yeah. we don't know exactly what happened, but... I like to think uh, I'm a witness to something. It was the weirdest Uber ride. <laughs> this is the second second intro in the, as many weeks that we talk about weird car interactions. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, Berkeley, we're having a good time. We're drinking a little whiskey. We're doing some podcasting. You want to get to the stories? Let's do it. All right. some weird news. This story comes from news.yahoo.com. That's a news source more reliable than learning to paint from a podcast. <laughs> you don't think that would happen? <laughs> no. The books on tape, man. <laughs> yeah, instructional books. <laughs> what are you talking about? I can learn to paint. You don't think Bob Ross would be good audio? I think Bob Ross would be amazing audio if you're not trying to learn to paint. <laughs> All right. Well, this story goes, Cat won't stop stealing items from neighbors. Woman's sign warned. That'd be my move. I'm going to send a letter to my credit card company being like, my cat keeps spending on my credit card. Yeah, my cat has stolen my identity. <laughs> cat, cat will steal your identity. And it only downloads Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> cat Burglar has... A quite literal meaning in one Oregon neighborhood. I hope it's someone that steals cats. A warning sign put up by Beaverton resident Kate Felment says this much, and it has gone viral for outing her pet's sticky paws. Kate Felment's a total narc. 
Snitches get stitches, yo. Cat's going to cut her up. According to a report from today, the 50-year-old's cat, Esme, has been snatching small items in their neighborhood for some time now. Cat's doing cat stuff. If you leave your stuff out, it's kind of on you. I think that the cops should look into this and sort of like look some cold cases in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, maybe they can finally solve Jim, the, the Jimmy Hoffa case. <laughs> the Black Dahlia murder. <laughs> Just, it could have been Esme. Yep. Right next to a clothing line filled with various clothing accessories, Felmet's yard sign shows an artistic illustration of her black furred and yellow-eyed cat holding a glove in its mouth. In red font, the sign reads, My cat is a thief. Please take these items if they are yours. So I would just take the sign and be like, This is my sign. And then... Why would you do that? Because I need the lumber to build a fence to keep your damn cat out of my yard. You're the guy who takes, like, when there's a pile of free stuff and a sign that says free stuff, you just take the sign. We've done that many a times. Oh, yeah. Felmet told today that her sign has been up for more than a month and has helped neighbors locate missing items, including gloves, face masks, knee pads, tools, and more. I like how all the stuff are, like, burglary tools. (laughs) Crowbar. (laughs) Revolvers. Night vision goggles. (laughs) Lockpicks. (laughs) As she brings things, she comes to the back door and she yells, and it's like, I brought you something, Felmet explained to today. Since setting up... The display possessions have slowly returned to their rightful owners. What if there's some weird stuff that the cats are like, like I don't like know if a I w- sex toy or something. Yeah, they're like I don't know if I want to claim the revolver, uh, the urn <laughs> yeah, that the cat's been pooping in. <laughs> but what if she brought home something that you really needed? Right? You're like, oh, I do need this Blend- Allen wrench. Yeah, you brought home a blender. You're like, oh, I was gonna make a shake. <laughs> Felma did not immediately respond to Fox News' request for comment. However, she did tell Insider that Esme has had a pension to grab random items since the summer of 2019. Here's the, what's clear to me. This Felmet lady is talking to everyone but Fox News. Yeah, it is a little strange. Initially, but it's Oregon, man. You yeah. Know, it's like, initially the adopted cat began fetching trash birds, trash and birds, <laughs> but eventually she moved... <laughs> and trash birds. And trash birds. <laughs> is that like the rac- flying <laughs> raccoon? <laughs> but eventually she moved up to everyday items. While Esme's burglaring spree has been entertaining for the neighborhood, Felmet told Insider that the cat has been a repeat offender and it can make interactions with their neighbors awkward. For example, Esme has repeatedly taken knee pads from a family's garage three times already. Well, it's like this. Like at this point, shouldn't this family like close their garage door? Yeah. What What is the cat doing to get get in the? Well, I mean, I leave my garage. I mean, back in the day in Seattle, I would leave my garage open for most of the day. Yeah. A cat could easily wander in and steal my television that's in there. Yeah, the cat, the cat stole my Audi. <laughs> Not only did the cat steal my TV, he's dating my wife now. (laughs) Esme's behavior isn't all that unusual, according to a report from VetStreet.com, a website that provides pet care advice from veterinarians, trainers, and experts. Apparently, cats may steal things if they want attention or playtime. So is that like they're trying to engage you, I guess? I think they just need mental stimulation is what Uh. it's saying. Cats might also take items stealthily if they've been shown that they'll be reprimanded for doing so. According to the pet website, pet owners who want to curb this type of behavior may be able to if they invest in puzzle toys for their cat to keep them mentally and physically engaged. I, like My cat loves doing a Rubik's Cube. My cat will do one of those puzzles that has no edges. 
my cat will also love Sudoku. Does a puzzle of just a picture of itself, of cats. Yeah, it does a picture of itself stealing your gloves. Uh, So what do you think about this, Louis? I like that this cat is out there stealing stuff, and the person's trying to to repatriate its stuff with its owners. I don't think she should give it back. It's it's like... Finders keepers. If a cat can steal this, come on. you didn't want it. Yeah, no, you don't deserve it if you're letting a cat steal it. Yeah, it's it's like leaving your car running in your driveway, and then you're like, oops, someone took it. It's like a mailman or UPS guy leaving the truck going. And then, you know, getting mad when you steal it. Exactly. Right? (laughs) It's exactly the same. That's UPS driver shaming. (laughs) I think it's pretty cool. This cat seems pretty badass, and I would love to teach my cat or dog or pet to steal other people's shit all the time. I would have them do it all the time. When you get that horse, you're going to have the horse going over to someone's yard, taking the riding lawnmower. I would just sit outside a store, send the dog in, and then let the dog bring shit out to me. Yeah, and you're like, dude, it was the dog. I didn't steal it. You want to throw the dog in jail? You You throw that dog in jail. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool, and I think it's hilarious. We'll put a picture up of the sign that she wrote. And uh, it's pretty funny. I mean, I got a good laugh at it when I saw it. And she's a decent artist. It's pretty yeah. good. You know? But, uh, you know, you don't need to tell people that your cat is a klepto. You don't need to narc out your yeah, cat. Yeah, no. I agree. I like it. Yep. This story comes from HuffPost.com. That's a news source more reliable than a taco special on Wednesday. What, you can't have a taco special on Wednesday just because it's not Taco Tuesday? Exactly. No, (laughs) you're breaking the theme, yo. Taco Thursday, man. (laughs) I'm all about the taco. What is a burrito Wednesday? Everyone knows it's Wacky Wednesday and Thong Thursday. Sope Fridays. (laughs) Sope Saturday. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I didn't know. Okay. (laughs) Tapatio Thursday. The story comes from Hillsborough, California. It says Fred Flintstone fought the law. And he won. Fun fact, the Clash actually wrote the theme to the, the Flintstones. Oh, did they? Yeah, and the Andy Griffith <laughs> show. Really? <laughs> I, I'm a huge Clash fan, and I did not know that. You'll learn yeah. something new every day. Yeah, ch- check the Wikipedia. Technically, the owner of the fanciful Flintstones house in a posh San Francisco suburb settled a lawsuit with the town of Hillsboro, but the agreement will allow Fred and his friends to remain. You can't evict Fred Flintstone. That guy's like 900 pounds and all muscle. Yeah, it's true. And it's all in his legs from carrying that car. <laughs> in the car and the giant slab of ribs. It's like a stone. It's a stone car, man. That thing is he's ripped. In a yabba dabba dispute that pitted property rights against government rules that played out in international media, retired publishing mogul Florence Fang defended her colorful, bulbous-shaped house and its elaborate homage to the Flintstones family featuring Stone Age sculptures inspired by the 1960s cartoon, along with aliens and other oddities. So I did some research, and uh, Floris Fang uh, publishes some of those dummy books. 
What is so, it? Oh, like a idiot's guide to yeah, yeah. building so her, a house that will make your her, neighbors angry. <laughs> her number one is how to piss off your neighbors for dummies and how to piss off your neighbors for fun and profit. I also want to point out that that paragraph that I just read was one sentence. Yes. A lot of commas, <laughs> a lot of commas in that mamma jamma. So really that's what she's famous for is doing the dummies. I have book? no idea. I didn't look. Oh, gotcha. All right. <laughs> I believed you, like the clash. We need a fact checker for your lies. Full, full of facts. <laughs> the town, however, called the towering dinosaurs and life-size sculptures a highly visible eyesore and sued Fang. Now, here's the thing. Do you want the town being like the, A, the town's not a person, right? Yeah. And so how can it be like, this is not an eyesore. Like, I don't want the town. Like, my town can't even put in sidewalks. I don't want them judging art. Yeah, well, it is sort of bullshit, too. It's like, who gives a shit, like, how the way that it's designed? Maybe, like, I think some of those uh, Frank Lloyd Wright buildings are ugly, but I'm not suing them because they built it, you know? It's like, this is a beautiful place, in my opinion. Why? Frank Lloyd Wright is amazing. I love Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> it's Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> my bad. I thought he moonlighted as an architect. <laughs> All right, so uh, the town was alleging she violated local codes when she put dinosaur sculptures in the backyard and made other landscaping changes that caused local officials to declare it a public nuisance. I like how it's a public nuisance, like a drug house is a public nuisance. Yeah. Or like me, you know, throwing spikes under your car, me putting pennies on the railroad tracks. Those are nuisances. Right, it's, it's attracting all these dinosaurs and they're just shitting all over everybody else's <laughs> no, property. They don't scoop up after they're dying. <laughs> Poop. An attorney for the town previously said residents are required to get a permit before installing such sculptures, regardless of the theme. Hillsborough went to court in 2019 after Fang failed to comply with multiple stop work orders, as well as an order to remove the features around the multi-million dollar property with its 2,700 square foot home. Fang countersued the Daily Post in Palo Alto first reported news of the settlement on Thursday. I like, I like Fang's moxie. Like, you're going to sue me? I'm going to sue you. Yeah, right? Fang also wrote the book, How to Sue a City for Dummies. For Dummies. <laughs> Mark Hudick, an attorney for Hillsborough, previously said the town prides itself on its rural woodsy feel and rules are in place so neighbors don't have to look at your version of what you would like to have and you don't have to look at theirs. So what's the problem then if you can't see the other person's house? Exactly. Well, this whole idea of like this homogenized world is ridiculous mm -hmm. you know it's like why does my house have to look the exact same as somebody else's house it's like mm -hmm. it's silly according to records the settlement stipulates that the town will review and approve a survey of the landscaping improvements in turn feng will apply for building permits the town will also pay feng 125,000, and she will drop the lawsuit which was dismissed in state court on april 27th so basically feng just like mic dropped the city yeah. And honestly, like if you look at the pictures, the house itself looks like it's some sort of like Adobe house. It looks like a, like an earth ship or something, but in the front yard, it's just like, there's like maybe four or five Flintstone statues. It's not like this, you know, egregious, you know, tribute to the Flintstones. It's just like, there's five statues and then a bunch of cactuses. Well, and the statues don't look permanent either. That's no, the other not thing. at all. So it, it looks like, if, if you're that close to see it and bug you, you need to move elsewhere. You need to this move like, you need to move to like the Unabomber shack. Well, there's like 13 houses like this in my, in my town. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just don't get why why that would be. An, I'm I'm down with this woman for counter suing. Like that is badass. Like totally. What do you think, dude? Totally. I love that she built this and was like, "F you to the city," and the city sued her, and she's like, "F you to that," and she won. Yeah. Right. Because here's the thing: she agreed to apply for building permits, mm. but that city's not going to be able to turn them down. Well, the question is that what they didn't answer is, was this house existing and she bought it and then turned it into a Flintstone house? Or Yeah, was, she did. She or did. She, built, she built it like that because it looks like there's not even a roof on this thing. It just looks like it's a clay stucco sort of house. And I mean, we'll post a picture of it on the website, but yeah, there is no roofing or anything. So I don't, she did design it. I believe it was, I, I don't remember this. This was a story when she built it like a year ago or what, gotcha. two years ago. So, so she brought the property, built the Flintstone house, and then they're and then they're upset about it. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty sweet house, honestly. Like you could, if it's just it's a red house with like a purple pillar, and I mean honestly, like you could paint that, you could flip that easily. And the only thing that's making it a Flintstone house, besides like this sort of vibrant color, is just the four statues of mm-hmm. Barney Rubble and Wilma out front. Yeah, no, I would buy it and I would just paint it all like tan and be like it's my colon house and then, and <laughs> yeah, then not, right? not pick up my dog poop in the front yard well like, there is, i themed. guess there is one uh fred flintstone statue knocked over and he's sort of face down in the lawn like he had like he's coming off a bender or something <laughs> <laughs> he's crawling home <laughs> wilma <laughs> yeah so uh we will post it and there is also a video that you can check out on huffington post it does a little miniature tour and there's like a sasquatch statue in the backyard there's a, a giant giraffe statue in the backyard too it's sort of just like a cool you know weirdo playground. house yeah it's an art house i think this we should be encouraging this behavior not discouraging it yep yeah all right and whose day is ruined so much by like the guy across the valley from me has a flintstone house like yeah right you need to be you need to be cooler dude yeah absolutely you should get move out of california boom all right That's it for today, folks. I want to thank you so much for being a listener. And if you want to help contribute to this show financially, you can do so by visiting us on Patreon. That's right. The easiest way to get there is go to oddandoffbeat.com, hit the Patreon link, and for as little as a few bucks a month, you can support us. Absolutely. That would help us out quite a bit. It does help pay for our trips uh, extravagant trips to Berkeley where we get to witness old ladies being yelled at by, by younger ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to find people. See you this week. Louie starting today. When this comes out at nine 30 AM, I'll have a virtual show. If you want the deets, you're probably too late, <laughs> but if you get them by nine 30 AM, Hit me up. I can. It's going to be me doing a library gig for some middle school kids. If you, Louie, films these. So if you actually want to watch it and you didn't catch it, send us a message. We'll make sure Louie sends you the oh, video. I, I don't know if I can because it's on their, their link, but we'll try. Wow. Way to break down my promises. Yes. All right. I will record it. It just may be. You could have sent them a different video. They wouldn't have known. They won't know. They won't know the pain of me performing for middle school kids at 930 in the morning over Zoom.
and then from July 1st through the 4th, I'll be performing at the Motherload Fair in Sonora, California. Nice. That's where my dad is from. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop his name, see if it gets me yeah, better be service. Yeah, like, hey, Bob Baker. And they're like, yeah. They'll be like, get out of town. Is anyone still alive from 1943? <laughs> no. No, just Bob Baker. Yep. Uh, where can they catch you? Not a goddamn place, Louie. I am kicking it like a stone-cold savage. I'm preparing to go to Florida for a family vacation. Nice. We're going to visit Erica's family. And uh, you can't see it right now, but my hair is pretty long. Yep. And I was hoping to cut it. You look like uh, the the band leader for Jimmy Kimmel's show. Yeah, pretty much. I look like, uh, you know... An 80s heroin junkie. <laughs> you look like W. Kamal Bell. <laughs> the reason I've kept it this long and have not cut it is because we're going to go to Florida and her stepmom is going to lose her shit and it's going to bother her the whole time ah. that my hair is long and I wear it in weird concoctions. Are you do like the Pippi Longstocking? Oh, no, I'm going to do the, the front pony. Yeah. I'm going to do the, the two, the two <laughs> the the side ponies, the, you know, the... Uh, Harlequin <laughs> yeah. hair, and it's, she's gonna lose it. She will not be able to s- stop from like trying to gonna do cornrows. Shame me the whole time. Yeah, and that's the only reason I'm keeping it. That's so, the only reason you've been growing it the last eighteen much, months. Pretty much. So that's what I'll be doing and growing it out as long as pot and as long as I can. You'll be taking we, lots of vitamins before, before you go. <laughs> uh, but we want to thank you so much, folks, for listening. Of course, send us a message info at oddandoffbeat.com if you want to reach out. That would be great. Send us your messages, send us your stories. We hope you have a weird week. We're out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast because normal is boring.